Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Inside the Five. I'm Griff. I'm Will. I'm Stav. And today, we're finally uploading again on back-to-back weeks. Um, in this episode, that was a shot mainly at myself. In this episode, we're going to be covering almost everything, almost everything that went down on the trade deadline um, in terms of Artsy and the Red Sox. And we're also going to be talking a lot about the Padres. Yeah. Just because, I mean, who doesn't want to talk about the Padres right now? As well as some other notable moves. If the moves aren't good enough, we're not going to talk about them because we don't care. And then, for the first time in a while, guys, we're going to be talking some football. We're going to be talking our predictions for the AFC and the NFC North in terms of standings. All of these predictions are going to be correct. So what do we say? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys, welcome back to Inside the Five. Um, before we get into MLB trade deadline and the rest of the episode, I wanted a quick shout-out, rest in peace to Bill Russell, Celtic legend, and also rest in peace to Vince Scully, Dodger legend. Mm, it's a um, sad week in sad sports. Week. It's a bad week in sports. Two legends in their own respective categories. Vince Scully, maybe the greatest in-game commentator ever. Yeah. Spent oh, a lot of time obviously, with Dodgers. Yeah, well, obviously a lot of iconic calls. You think of, like, Bill Buckner. You think yeah. of um, Clayton Kershaw with his perfect game. Yep. So, I mean, rest in peace to a legend. He will definitely not be forgotten. A lot of people model how they commentate after him. I mean, same thing with Bill Russell. Bill Russell, Celtic legend, NBA legend. Just legend in general for Trailblazer. what he's done. Yeah, even on off the court. Mm-hmm. First black NBA coach, I think. Um, eleven-time world champion. Yep. Yep. He's done everything. I mean, mm-hmm. with, both of them live great lives. But um, I mean, in two separate lives that he lived on the court and off the court. Yes. Incredible. Boston legend. Yep. So I think we should start off with the Red Sox first. Yeah, These are big news for, for the end. Um, <laughs> our beloved catcher Christian Vasquez is on the Houston Astros now. We traded him for prospects Emmanuel Valdez and Will Willier Abreu. Yeah, I mean Emmanuel Valdez had a home run today. He did his, his he debut did. for uh, for the Wu Sox. So we were all there. Yeah, we were all there. Yeah. So um, I mean, I'm gonna come out and say it right away. I think that this is like in turn we have our negative trades, we have our positive trades, but overall this was our biggest trade. Like I'm sorry, having Sevac for 15 years in the system. I I mean he's been our starting catcher for. Mm-hmm. For years, so losing someone like that is a very big deal, and it, and it was sad to see him go. But he did say 
in his first press conference, he was like, I'm a free agent in two months, so who knows where I'll go from there. And he, before that, he was talking about the Boston Red Sox. So, yeah. like, I literally could see him coming back in two months. Yeah, that's not I feel like that's something that we would do probably to save money. Like, as like we're just going to go with prospects and we're going to sign C-back for, like, a couple of us. And I don't even think, like, that's bi- like bias speaking. I think genuinely he would want to come yes. back, especially if we showed him what he's been, like, kind of looking for in the contract. So, no, I don't think I, that's outlandish to say. No. Not at all. Um, but I mean, I don't know who Willier or yeah, I don't know who Willier Brady you know, is. That is. I think he's batting pretty well. I mean, he's been he majority played a of the, few games for the Astros this year, I think. Right? Oh, is he? I don't know. I think he spent the majority of the year in Double A. But both of these guys are putting up really good stats. Like I know, both like Willier Brady was batting twenty three. Like, yeah, he's a batting above three fifty. I think I could be a hundred percent wrong, but he's having. Good. I thought he was having a good year right now. Two fifty OBP yeah. of almost four hundred. That's not bad. No, I mean, no. it, but the thing is, he's twenty three years old. Yeah, so he has time to develop. I mean, who knows? Like that's the thing with prospects. Who knows if they'll actually make it to the majors? Exactly. So it's like the ceiling and the floor, whatever. But I mean, if you end up bringing back Seaback, then you just acquire two prospects. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I'm seeing. I don't know why I'm just oddly very like. Sure that we're getting yeah. back back. Like I don't know why. And let's talk about some of the acquisitions that the Red Sox had. Starting probably with the top thing that or top player that we brought aboard was Eric Hosmer. Yes. Um that fills a major hole at first base that we've been lacking all year and even last year. An actual first baseman. Our for act probably our first first baseman since like Steve Pierce. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I really like Hosmer. Like if yeah. he actually is if his production keeps the same as it is as it was when he's on the Padres this year, I mean we're we're locked in for a good baseman. And we were lucky to get him. He was literally in a trade, which we'll talk he about fell after into our lap. He like for some reason, right when it was like he's declining this because he had his no trade clause, I feel like it was almost certain that we were just gonna go scoop him up because we were like Wait, we were looking to find. Yeah, we cheap. need a first like, baseman. We need all. someone for cheap, and they're literally they just try to tried to throw him in this trade because he was originally a player to be named later, and they're like, yeah, just take him. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, they were selling him, and, and we picked him up for a very good price, in my opinion. And you're right. We have an everyday first baseman that I'm comfortable with. The thing is, this is around the time that Bobby heats up. I don't know why. I don't know why. I've been off him for so long, but, like, come on. This is the time where he heats up. And I'll be very happy. Yeah. If he does. If he gives us a reason to keep hot. I mean, like, Hosmer's really basically free for the Red Sox right now. Yeah, so I mean, we have a couple of years of him. Yeah, the Padres had took a majority of his contract. He's on and, less than a million dollars for like four years. Yeah, yep. or from the Red Sox. He's still getting paid a lot from the Padres. Yeah, oh yeah, he's getting yeah. his money, so he's yeah. not mad at all. So he's batting two seventy two this year, 40 RBIs, and I think he has a good OPS. I think it's like 770, right? It, it's something like that. So he's an above-average hitter, and especially at a, and he's a former gold glover. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll take it. And let's talk about the next acquisition as well. Probably, I'm going to go in order of like, yeah, importance. Yeah. Tommy Pham is technically oh, totally on this that. roster. He's the third leading home run. I know. And, he's got, and I, I'm happy that we got him, no matter what he did, uh, to Jock Peterson. And that's fine. Like, I, he's a Red Sox now. Yeah. And he's he should be our everyday right fielder. He, I think they're going to put him in left and put Verdugo in right. Really? Because he's Verdugo, not on the wall. Verdugo 
Um, That's very true. God, yeah, so I don't, I don't. It's late to learn the wall. Yes. I don't know what the philosophy behind that was. I know Verdugo is really good in right that 2020 year. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's fine. That's it's just Tommy Pham playing in left. We'll see how it goes. I mean, do we DFA JBJ? I don't see why not. Apparently, I heard today the, the ruling on JBJ was he's not going to be a starter as, anymore. He's a defensive adjustment. Okay. So that, as need, he should have been all year. It, it, yeah, if we need yeah, defense, he's going he in the game. Anymore, ever. Yeah, I don't know why like, we were really stupid. And the last acquisition that the Red Sox got was um, Reese McGuire. Um, apparently, Alex Corr was saying how he was working on his stroke pregame, which is pretty good. I mean, it's, oh, we always like to see a guy who's working hard. Um, it's a pull hitter, so the shift is on him a lot. Um, yeah, Reese McGuire is that guy in the clubhouse. He's there. I mean, he's a catcher. Hey, I think my favorite part of that. I, I think my okay. I think my favorite part of this trade was just the fact that we got rid of Jake Diekman. Yeah, fair trade. Yeah, I like. I I'm just glad he's gone. I mean, we're all aboard now. There's no yeah. more. There's no more Deek. You know. Yeah, no more Deek. We got Dick. So, um, and then the last thing that the Red Sox did this trade deadline was sending Franchi Cordero down. It's sad. I'm sad. Straight up. a franchise. <laughs> supposed to Did we change that. your Twitter bio yet? I think I said not. Nah. I think I just changed it. Hold it on. was originally it was originally Franchi Cordero fan club, but now it's just... Yeah, no longer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, he's going to be the best player in AAA baseball. I hope so. I know. He <laughs> always is. He's bad. He only bats 500 in AAA. He has like 20 home runs. They're all absolutely... Yeah, he is bomb. Yeah. He's going to lead the Blue Sox in the World Series. <laughs> we're, we're, three games, as well. we're three games back. We're sitting at 500 right now. So I love Heim Bloom's philosophy of winning at every level. Every level's 500. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do anything right. I mean, I don't know how Salem's doing, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Marcel, I don't know today. I saw that on Twitter. So that, I just yeah. assumed that yeah. the We need more home runs in the organization. We're ranked 10 in the, in the league for farm systems, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's not bad. Top yeah. third percentile. Yeah. Um, but overall, like, the thing with Franchi is we can't move Bobby down at this point. No. Right? Even though Franchi's a year older than him, it's like we've just given him so much time up that at this point, as much as we hate Bobby, we want to see him like there somehow. And he can play third on those nights that Rafi can't. The thing is, Franchi can play everywhere else, but they're such a good like in first. I was gonna say I, do I not thought trust JD was gone when well, oh, I, I, forgot, sure. I forgot that the trade line ended at six and not at four. Griff texted me was like it ended at six. I was like, oh we have two hours to trade JD. He should be gone. I and I was thinking before. Bobby Dahlbeck was gonna end up being our DH. When I, we got it was like, I mean you might as well if you can't hit, you can't hit. If you hit, you hit. Like, when when word came out that we got Hosmer and like nobody knew who we traded for him, I thought it was JD. Imagine that part. I know. I thought it was JD, and I was like, "We just sold JD low because he, because um, he's old." Well, I mean, hypothetically, I love the Red Sox lineup if everyone comes back healthy. Yes, um, I do too. I keep forgetting about Kike. Like, what if he could actually be back? It'd yeah. be decent. Like he, he was going to be our leadoff hitter. Yeah, like realistically. Kike Story. We need um Fam. We have Verdugo. Like you can trust Jackson's name in there as a pitcher. I trust everyone in that lineup to hit. To be honest, besides our catcher, like 
Hosmer, Story, Bogarts, Devers, Fam, Kike, and Verdugo. I hate Ploiecki. Yeah, that's why. Well, I also, also part of that we brought up Connor Wong. We brought him up. We have three. Yeah, Ronaldo Hernandez was on the taxi. Actually, it might have been Ronaldo Hernandez. Yeah. It was one of them. I like Ronaldo Hernandez. He's good. He's, 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 he's actually good in Triple A. He's, he's good in Triple A. Yeah, he has Dukes for no reason, and it's like, well, imagine this lineup with Christian Vasquez. <laughs> I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, why did we go out like, okay, like, granted that we got two prospects, but like, if our hypothetical, like, goal is we can still make it, why did we get rid of our yeah, I don't, catcher for I prospect? thought we were going to sell. I thought we opened up the trade deadline hoping to sell, but I, I mean, I think Hosmer just fell into the laps and it made it look like more of a buy. Yeah. Deadline. Yeah. And, um, Dude, I just really don't know why Houston in the first place wanted Christian Vasquez if they're just so in love with Maldonado who's bad yeah. at like one fifteen. Yeah. It's that's like that's why I think he's I'm, I'm that. super upset with the Red Sox because we traded him to a team where he should be a starter, but he's not. Christian Vasquez, I'm sorry. I know how much like Houston loves Maldonado, the defensive side of him and, and the trust that he has with the pitchers and with the clubhouse. Like people say like he's like the captain of that clubhouse. On paper, though, Christian Vasquez is a better baseball player. Yes. 100%. He's a better catcher than him. So, like, I just, I really don't like how we sent him somewhere where he's still not going to be an everyday guy. Yeah. Because like, he's never going to used to be, like, good both sides. Like, he can hit a little bit. Like, you wouldn't yeah. be, like, such a liability. Like, he literally, like, last he got year. He every day. Like, last year, he's literally the reason why they sucked. Like, yeah. He held them back. They literally had to take him out of the lineup, like, multiple times. Yeah. Who'd they have to put in inside? Who was their backup catcher last year? Oh, that was better than him. He was, like, better than him. Yeah, like so much. Like, than, no, why am I? I can't remember him, but you he, he would always come in and get hits against the Red Sox in the ALCS. That's why I remember him. Yeah, I know. I, he literally came in every single game. But let's um, let's move on to the MLB in general, and starting with the Padres, who got an A freaking plus yeah. for their trade deadline. I mean, obviously, everyone knows they acquired Juan Soto from the Nationals. But on top of Juan Soto, they got Josh Bell, and they didn't even have—they only gave up three of the top five prospects. So what's what's the deal with the Nationals trading away their stars and being like, okay, we're gonna throw you another guy too? Like yeah. last year, they yeah. they were trading yeah. shirts at the deadline, and then they just threw Trey Turner into the Dodgers as well. It's the same thing with Josh Bell here. Josh Bell could have had a completely separate trade package, but they just threw him in with Juan Soto. I mean, the Padres were probably like licking their chops at the thought of that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. When I saw this trade, originally I only saw that Juan Soto was in it. I didn't yeah. see that Josh Bell was in it. I didn't think and I was like, I, and I was like, the Padres still low-key got to steal because like, they had those pieces to give up. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, C.J. Abrams, like he's, I, he's I think he has potential, good. but yeah. they don't have a spot for him. Yeah, Robert Hassel is actually supposed to be like... And Mackenzie Gore is awesome too. But you're in Juan Soto. He's 23 years yeah. old, and you're hoping that he signs back. So I was like, this is like, I think that the Nats still win this trade. And then they got Josh Bell as well. Yeah. It's like, that. I really, really think that this was the best possible trade that not even could have happened for the Padres. Could have happened in the MLB for, like, a team to steal Juan Soto because their asking price was so high. And then at the end of the day, I feel like they really didn't lose as much. I don't think they lost a single one of these trades. I want to bring up the Josh Hader trade because oh yeah, because yeah. Taylor Rogers and Josh Hader. Are... Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We believe, believe in saves from a lefty. I believe. I think that's what it was. So, like, they kind of just, like, traded off because Josh Hader kind of came up. Like off a really bad. After he had a time. bad streak, and then he was uh, he got hurt for yeah. a week and a half. And then Denilson Lamed has been so below average, literally since his rookie year. Mm. So like they literally they that's like a steal because Josh Hader's nasty. And then Brandon Drury hit a grand slam on his first pitch tonight. Yeah, Brandon Drury is such a underrated yes. acquisition. Agreed. He's he can play a lot nasty. of positions. He's, yeah, he's gonna be. He might be like an everyday guy that like is low key playing. A different position every day. He's going to be their version of Brock Holt. Yeah. yeah. But, like, better. And he's going to do a good job of Yeah, yeah exactly. He's, he's going to be very good on that team. And yeah, if Tatis team, comes back, yes. this team is just going to be so awesome. Like, imagine Tatis, right? Well, I think if they had Tatis first half of the season, they're not making half of these trades no. because they're in a good spot and it's like nobody's going to want to sell to the Padres like this. I feel like everybody just forgot that he's coming back. And this rotation is still awesome. Mm-hmm. And, and their bullpen's pretty dang good, too. Like, this is a good team, and it's scary because they're in the NL West where you have to face the Giants. You have to face the Dodgers. And we saw it last year where they didn't make the playoffs because they're in such a tough division. Yeah. So, like, they really need to stack up in this division, and I think they're pretty close to being the best that they possibly can for, for the product right. that they have. Who do we think is more talented here, the Dodgers or the Padres, when everyone's healthy? Dude, I think Padres. I, think, I don't even think it's close. You think? I mean, like, you have to think, like, from for the from the Dodgers' perspective, there's a lot of players on that team that are, like, they have a lot of older guys yeah, on that team. That's like, they really true. only got a couple of years left of them, like, full strength. And then they no, I'm saying this year. This year, this year, this year. I'm saying in general yeah, yeah, that yeah, point, yeah. but I'm saying, like, this year, I actually think, like, there are a lot of guys that are exiting Let's break it down. Whose rotation do you like better, Dodgers or the Padres? So the Padres, you have Yu Darvish, Sean Manea, Blake Snell, and then you kind of tail off from there, right? I also kind of tail off with the Dodgers, too. I, mean. I kind of like Andrew Heaney. I don't know why. I just He's like not him. bad. I, I don't mean, like Tyler Anderson. Gonsolin is like the second Gonsolin's team good. ERA. Yeah, yeah Gonsolin's yeah. awesome. And then Julio Urias, you know you know what he's going to do. Clayton Kershaw is just the ace just because he's Clayton Kershaw. I feel like Clayton Kershaw is a person that nowadays he's bumping up the value of this um, of this rotation, he's not as good as he used to be. Like, no, let's be real. I, I, I think I'm going to have to give the starting rotation to the Padres. I like the Padres. Okay. To the Padres. All right. And what about the lineup? The lineup? Okay, I want to also say I like the bullpen of the Padres more, too. Yeah, yes. for sure. For sure. When it comes to the lineup, I mean, the, it's hard. The, the starting lineup, I, for, I mean, the starting rotation, you have to include Mike Clevenger in that as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. For sure. And Joe Musgrove. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Musgrove. yeah no, that. They, like, yeah. literally have yeah. five guys. Yeah, they have five really good. Okay, so that's a, I feel like that's a, that's a clean sweep for, yes. for the Perfect. Padres, for the starting lineup, or the starting rotation. And then you go to the infield for, let's talk about the infield. You have, jo- I'm saying fully healthy, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Bell, Jay Cronenworth at second. Tatis at short, Machado at third. 
and then the Dodgers got Freeman at first, Gavin oh, Lux at second, Trey Turner at shortstop, and Justin Turner at third. I, I think it's a close right now. Freeman over Bell. Bell. I'm going to go Dodgers. Gavin Lux is whoever the second baseman is right now for – is it Brandon Drury tonight? Well, it's either Drury yeah, – it might be Drury tonight, but I'm saying Cronenworth. Cronenworth, I would take Cronenworth yeah. over Lux. And then I like don't like Justin Turner or Trey Turner for – Justin Bell. Turner. I'm Machado's having one of those seasons. And Machado is having one of those seasons. This year, okay, I I think it might just be because he's hurt, but I just trust Trey Turner more than Tatis. It's just a trust thing. I can't trust him to come time. And I feel like in a few years, like Trey Turner gets it done. Yeah. He's the yeah. leadoff guy. He gets on base. He steals bases. He gets home. He scores runs. And I know what Tatis can do. But Trey Turner's just a set guy where you know what he's doing game in and game out. Where Tatis can have the game of his life at shortstop with his glove, and then can have a lot of mistakes as well. I feel like yeah. Trey Turner, you know exactly what you're getting, and I just like that a lot more. So I'm gonna go with the Padres infield here. That's fair. Yeah. However, I, I like it too. I just it's Manny Machado. I like the Dodgers depth a lot more. Ah, not even eh. because they just got Brandon Drury. They have yeah. Hunsong King, Will Myers, and but then you have the Dodgers with Max Muncy, Chris Taylor. Joey get or no, not, that's and that's outfield, but like Chris Taylor can play everywhere. Max Muncy can basically play everywhere as well. Even like catcher wise, I low key like Alfaro better than Will Smith this year. Mm. Like Alfaro's been playing really well. Yeah, but uh, Will Smith. But is, like obviously, Will Smith has like he's that, really, like yeah. he's nasty. Well, I feel like, like it's the same thing. The reason that I originally picked the Dodgers is just like these guys have done it. Yeah, I I I take Will Smith over Alfaro yeah. this year. I like but, Will Smith though. Yeah, Will so Smith might be a little biased for me. Yeah, that's I think. Yeah, all right, and then we'll go into outfield, right? You have Juan Soto, mm. Jerickson Profar, and Trent Grisham, and for that's for the Padres, yeah. and then for the Dodgers, you have Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, Joey Gallo Maybe right Joey now, Gallo, Chris yeah. Taylor when he's yeah, healthy. Chris Taylor. I, I think the Dodgers do take that. Yeah. But it's, it's not by right, a yeah. lot. No, it's really not. Especially Juan with Soto is better than both Chris Taylor, Cody Bellinger, Joey Gallo combined. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Mookie Betts is better than Trent Grisham and Jerkson Profar. And Jerkson Profar. So, I do like Profar, though. Profar's having a really good year. Who's the TH to San Diego? Um, it'll probably be Will Myers yeah, when Will everyone's Myers. healthy. And Muncy is here. Yeah, then Muncy because Turner at third. So I mean, yeah, I think it's close, but it's just, I mean, I don't know why I just feel like Dodgers well, always just win. Yeah, think right now without Tatis, the Padres are still exactly forty six. They're like fourteen game or I'm sorry, how many games are they above? San Francisco is fifty one and forty uh fifty one and fifty three. So they're eight games ahead of San Francisco. Yeah, and for that wild card spot, I'm pretty sure that that's going to be theirs. I, I don't know if the division's obtainable for the eleven and a half is going to be difficult. Yeah, the Padres right now are three games. It's crazy. The Padres are three games ahead of that third wild card spot, and three and a half games out of the first from the Braves. So I think they. I don't. That's what's crazy is the Cardinals aren't even in the playoffs right now. I know. And I feel like they're just nah. I think I always see them winning. Sleep on the sleep on the NL East this year. Yeah, because I mean the Mets have been amazing, and um, the Grom came back and was pumping as always. And the Braves are good. The Phillies are low key on a run. 
I mean, they're on their way. I, I really don't think they're going to pull out with a wild card spot. But yeah, I don't think they have the pitching to do so. Yeah, right yeah, but, like, I mean, the Braves and the Mets are, like, up there. Yeah. They are most definitely up there, and I think they're both going to be in the playoffs. I think the Mets are going to finish the top of the East. Braves are going to find the wild card spot, and they can still do damage. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough um, NL this year in terms of wild card spots. I think the Padres are going to lock one up. Yeah, I think the Braves are going to lock one up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then... That third spot's going to be up in the air. It's between the Phillies card. I think it's just going to be between the Phillies and the Cardinals. I don't think the Giants are really going to make that. And I I do think that the Cardinals are going to. I I, I agree with that. They're only a half game out of that third spot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, so moving on around the league, because, I mean, I'd say, first off, the winners of this deadline were the Padres. Oh, 100%. I don't even think it's arguable. I mean, no. Everybody's talking about the Padres, too. I feel like it's a very known thing. But moving on to the rest of the league, we got some uh, some some pretty good trades, I would say. I, I want to say that this is a good trade for the Braves right here, um, getting Rysel Iglesias from L.A. That's a guy that can be a close, in my opinion. He pumps heat. Um, I think he only has three pitches. I'm not 100% sure he could have four. But um, as well as, I mean, I mean, they got some names they over did. in Atlanta. And that's a good time to buy because, like we just said, fighting for that wild card spot, but they're not even that far away from potentially winning the NL East. Mm-hmm. They're three and a half games back. So yeah, it's still That's just a series. That's yeah. a series. But exactly. I mean, DeGrom is back for the Mets, and he was just throwing 102, painting with... Yeah. We yeah. forgot how yeah. good Jacob DeGrom is. Max Scherzer's back. Yeah, and we always do it. I mean, yeah. It's actually crazy how good he is. Yeah, he's... Like, at all times. It's crazy, and I mean, he's basically unhittable. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. He just pumps. And then, I mean, well, because his fast throws are the fastest they get, and then his junk is, I mean, the craziest yeah. that just you moves. see. So it's like he has both parts of the pitching game, and he does it, I mean, the best that there is. He comes back from injuries and still pumps, like, 102 no matter what. And, like, like it's like he'll pitch seven innings in, like, a triple-A rehab. Or the Mets don't do triple-A rehabs. They do double-A. He'll pump like seven innings in a double A rehab, and he'll be bad that he only pitched seven innings and he only yeah. had like eight of like sixty pitches. Yeah, and like he'll be pissed. All right, a very underrated move that I did want to talk about was Toronto trading for Whit Merrifield at the buzzer. Mm-hmm. That's that, a, was, that's that's not good play. For that snuck past me for a couple hours. I didn't notice yeah. until that night that that actually happened, and then that's I didn't so notice until move. today that like he's not vaccinated. Yeah, he's and like not with the team. He can't run away with the team right now. I think he. I think there was a report saying he is gonna get the vaccine, but if he doesn't, like, if he, yeah, like there's still a chance that he doesn't. Yeah, he's just not gonna play home games. It's gonna be like Kyrie, like just not playing home games. It no, it actually just really doesn't make sense. Like, okay, I'm not gonna say that. Like, I hope that he does, but like, I know that Toronto is hoping that he does. Yeah. So like. I would like to see him play. I like Whit Merrifield. I think it was actually a bit of su- a bit of a surprise. I feel like he yeah. he should be a Royal. He's always been on the Royals, and I don't. But so many his years. name was he never floated around in trade conversation. It just randomly no, happened happen. at the buzzer, and I don't even know what the uh, Blue Jays gave up. And I feel like that's about all. That wasn't part of that trade. That was to the Marlins. Oh yeah, that's right. That had no. Yeah, it was. That was a weird trade. I was gonna say the Royals make no sense. Like, they called up Bobby Wynn. They're like, okay, it's time to rebuild. I'm like, you guys have, like, 
decent pieces. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. there's no, like, why don't you try to, like, buy instead of, like, sell? And then and they sell, like, their I mean, they sold, Yeah, they sold their only All-Star. Yeah. They're in the AL West, right? It was one for 20 right now as a Yankee, by the way. I feel like he's doing this on purpose. He's helping us out. Yeah. He is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think he's doing it on purpose. Like, because I, I always thought, like, Vasquez and many. Bad. I am not a professional athlete. I have no qualifications of being a professional athlete. But in a total hypothetical situation, if I were a professional athlete, I'm still a Red Sox fan, like till I die. If I got traded to the Yankees, I would just strike out every at bat. Yeah, I, I would help. Them I wouldn't out. swing. I'm not even kidding. Like you would have to cut me. You'd have to DFA. Yeah, because I'm not like yeah. I'm not I would root for the Yankees. I would refuse a trade to the Yankees. That like I would have that the Eric Hosmer no trade clause and the game just to be on my list. Like I'm like I'm working in sports. I'm not gonna work for the Yankees if they offer me. If that's the only major league ball club that offers me to work for them, I'm not gonna work for them. Yeah, I hate the Yankees. I hope nobody sees this. (laughs) Well, no, I hope the Red Sox see this. Yeah, yeah, this kid's loyal to us. Yeah, loyalty is key. You know, I'm. I will literally be loyal to. I will literally be loyal. To any ball club in any sport, I just really don't like the Yankees. I'm going to leave it at that. All right, and then the Speaking next the trade. <laughs> Speaking of the Yankees, yes. the Yankees, this is another thing that I didn't really realize happened. Jordan Montgomery got traded for Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader's really good. Awesome. That's He's a great. Hurt, I, I, apparently, yeah. he has like plantar fasciitis. Oh, God. He hasn't played. He can come back from But, like, he's really back. good. And take a little bit. They also acquired Frankie Montas and Louis Trevino, or Lou Trevino. Exactly. Did you guys did you guys listen to starting nine? Because they were they were uh, recording at I'm not starting nine, I'm sorry, the baseball's dead. So they were recording as a lot of these trades were happening. Yeah. And when Scott Efros got traded He is nasty. Derek Robbins was like, Who the fuck is Scott <laughs> Have Efros? you seen his pitches though? Yeah, I know he's like good, but it was funny. It's like he's he has a lot of movement, but he's not actually that good. He has potential. Yeah. People are like, oh, he's a Yankee now. He's just going to be that. So, Jared Cross is like, if Yankees fans don't get the fuck out of my Twitter mentions mentioning Zach F- or Scott Efros, <laughs> I'm going to lose it. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that was that. And then the Angels traded Noah Syndergaard when he was supposed to start. And that pissed me off because I picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> and then he got traded. Yeah, he got traded. And I didn't that's get to the start. So, that's kind of trash. I thought for Mickey Moniak was actually kind of cool. Like, he's going to be sick. Nick. Like, yeah, he's like a prospect, but like he's nasty. I've never heard of him. Yeah, I've never either. That's the thing. Like, okay, I feel like I've been a lot. We've been all of us. Like, I never watched like, or never paid attention to like farms as much as I do now. Yeah. Like the past couple of years, like it's been picking up. I feel like a lot of these names are known, but like this guy, I've never. Oh, he was him. a first overall pick. Yeah. Oh. In 2016. So he he's like supposed to be nasty. I don't oh, know. Yeah, he actually, 2020, 2021, 2022. So maybe he got drafted in 16 with the college. He's not panning out. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this... But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. 
Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Oh, it's 24. I mean, he's very young. Yeah. For 130, isn't oh, that great? Not Where is he playing? What does it say? He's in triple. There's no way he's in triple. He's in nine nine three. Yeah. I, I, he's got to be an A. Yeah. He's got to be playing A ball. But, like, why does it say... Yeah, what? All right, yeah, I have no yeah. idea, but uh, I'm, I'm no going to try to figure it out. Um, the Orioles acquired Brett Phillips, whatever they're selling. Um, right. He has a good name. The Mets traded J.D. Davis to the Giants for Brandon Ruff. No one really cares yeah, about that. The Twins traded for Tyler, Tyler Malley, who I like, and Jorge Lopez. That was a yeah, closer. Yeah, those are great. All-star closer. Yeah, it's an all-star those are closer. And they have a chance. Yeah, those are two great. Make a run. No, those are two great, great acquisitions that I think are very underrated. Mm-hmm. And um, well, he made his debut in twenty twenty. Oh, so he's playing in the bigs right now. That was he's just. And he's twenty four. So that's why he's playing bad. He's twenty four and he's and he's in the bigs. Yeah, it's like that's four years old than us. Juan Soto is. Well, Juan Soto. Is, <laughs> I love Soto. saying that. <laughs> it's like everyone. We're, we're, people are people are comparing this trade to like Mickey Mail. Dude, look at the name. I'm not even kidding. No, yeah, Terry Terry Williams, Ted Williams, Jimmy Fox. No, ah, oh, there's a Juan Soto. I bet if Matthew's a home run here and we're like live for it, that'd be awesome. Um, um, live predictions. What's he gonna do right now? He goes deep. He's He's gonna gonna go go first. first. That's what (laughs) I was (laughs) Yeah, we got that. So, (laughs) the Dodgers trade for Joey Gallo. That's just depth. Cardinals got that even he stinks. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Then you guys see that report. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I mean that's what I was like saying. Generally sad. Like yeah. I kind of felt bad for him, but like he's a Yankee, so not really. But like unwillingly he a Yankee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't go out in Brooklyn. Um, Manhattan. Cardinals got Jose Quintana and Chris Stratton. Okay. Uh, Houston traded for Trey Mancini and Christian Vasquez. W. I think they had the second best trade. I mean that should be two starters. Yeah. But uh, Trey Mancini hit a home run today against the Red Sox. Yes. I mean, Rich Hill just... That would have been awesome. Lob one in out of Houston. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm very happy with what we did. We didn't really talk about it. I'm very happy with what we did in Houston. Yeah, we won a series. Our first <laughs> yeah. series win since June in Houston. Are we back? We're back. We have the Royals. We're like we're back. Like, no, we have a, the Royals now. Like, Alright, whatever. And then the last... The last really good trade, probably the third place trade deadline winner. Seattle got Luis Castillo. Yeah, that's a good yeah uh, good they, trade. They did the right but, thing. Because some of these in baseball, I was just like, it's a good trade. Yeah, like that's a good trade yeah. straight up. They didn't really give up much, and uh-huh. they are a really good player. Yeah. So, boys, you know what this means? Football is is back. Our first inside the five. Football prediction of the 2022-2023 season. And we're starting off with the AFC and NFC North. So here's how we're going to do it. We're going to go by team and give our record prediction, and then we'll kind of give the standings I said we prediction. Could, yeah, yeah, we can each – and then we can each talk about, like, a little game. Maybe, yeah. Maybe um, – because we went through the schedules and kind of kind of the, the, the amount of wins that we're giving this team. So if you see a couple while we're looking at the schedules – that you're like, oh, they might lose this game that they shouldn't, mm-hmm. and vice versa with the win. Like we we might mention a couple of ga- a couple of those games throughout this as well. But yeah, we're mainly going to be talking about the standings. Um, 
in their records throughout this. So we're going to be going, like we said in the last episode, we're going to be doing by division as a whole. So like the North with the North in terms of AFC and NFC. And then we'll go next on the next episode. One of us will just name at the end of the episode. Yeah. One of us, I'm going to name one of you because I picked the North. Yeah. I'm going to name one of you and you, you need to say the next one that we're doing. Okay. So that's how we're going to be doing this. Um, but yeah, I say we get right into it here. Mm-hmm. We're going to be starting in the AFC North. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get right into it. We're going with the Baltimore Ravens. And, but this is a little disclaimer. We really did have very similar predictions in yeah. records. But for we a lot should. Of these, and that's how it should be. Yeah. I mean, we're assuming no injury. We're assuming that everything's kind of a perp. Like, everyone wins the games that you're supposed to, loses the games that you're... I have a couple. You, I have a couple. The peak for each of these teams is, like, our prediction. Yeah. Like, at I mean, 100% strength. And the ceiling. The, yeah. yeah, the ceiling. Low for the most ceiling. part. So, uh, yeah, like you said, we're starting off with the Ravens. I'll give it back to you. Okay, so, yeah, um, I'll go first with the Ravens. High hopes for the Ravens this year. Um, Lamar's going to fight for the MVP. Top three in MVP, MVP voting, my prediction. Um, they're going to go 13-4. and four. They're going to go 13-4. and four. I like the way that their defense looks this year. Um, with the addition of Kyle Hamilton. I know he got burnt by that undrafted free agent. He's it happens. It happens. He's a zone safety, a hard hitter. He's a ball hawk. He plays deep zone. He plays that deep half, and he comes in, and he's very good against the run, and he's going to be very, very good with a team, with a defense especially, that already has big names on it at every single level. Every single level. That's the way that I look at defenses. If you have a name that I'm like, wow, that's a dog at every single level, that's a good defense. Yeah, I like their linebackers. They have, they're fast defense. I feel like they're a very fast. Fast defense, and they they hit. They hit. They hit. And the one thing – so I have the Ravens at 12-5, and five, and the reason why I don't, I'm not as high on the Ravens as you is because that offense does not really impress yeah. me outside of Lamar Jackson. Because yeah. J.K. Dobbins returning from his torn ACL, Gus Edwards torn, returning from a torn ACL. The running backs are weak. If they, if they, come, back, if they come back strong and J.K. is what we really think he is – I have a lot of confidence in Gus Edwards being a good running back too. I like Gus. Yeah, but uh, real. Yeah, I do too. I like both of those guys. I hope yeah. that they do come back. It's just the injury it, question around yeah. them. No, you're very. And right. then the receivers: Rashad Bateman, young, young. Devin Duvernay, young. James Proch, young. They're all very young. Yes. They, they. I mean, it it could work out perfectly, like you saw. <laughs> Mark in, Andrews, awesome. Yeah, Mark Andrews is top three. Derek Carr, top two. Full yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like, they're going to have a good old line. Yeah, I like the old line. Kevin Zeeler at right guard, they just picked him up. Yeah, Ronnie Staley's just, he's always good. Yeah, I mean, he's one but of the best tackles. It's just league. one of those things that's up to Lamar. Lamar has to figure it out, and a lot of the teams are probably going to make him throw and make him throw to those receivers. Those receivers have to step up for him. Mm-hmm. Mark Andrews has to step up even more than he has in the past, and Lamar has to play yeah. out of his mind. And, and the reason why I still like them, Stav, is in past years, Hollywood Brown was his wide receiver one, so it's like, yeah. I would still say, as of right now, Hollywood Brown is... Hollywood's on the Cardinals, right? Just got hurt today. Oh. Oh, yeah, wow. fun That's fact. Funny. I think. I saw it on Twitter. So right now, he's more proven than Rashad Bateman. Who knows what Rashad Bateman's going to be? He was awesome in college. I have very high hopes for him. Um, he was okay last year. Yeah. Like, That's what I'm saying. Like This could be a year. They're giving him the keys to the wide yeah. receiver run, and that's why I like Gus Edwards as well, because he's very good in the pass game. 
My Red Red are also very good in the pass. So he has his security blankets. It's just about those big plays. They need big breakout plays if um, they're going to win this through defense. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather win it through defense, and I bet you guys would as well. Their secondary is just awesome. Awesome. It's awesome. Really good. It's awesome. Um, I have the Ravens going 12-5. and I'm also big on them as you, Griff. Um, for but obviously for those reasons that they said I believe the same things. But from a schedule standpoint, I don't really see any like gauntlet or any kind of like few weeks in a row where they are like where I can see them just like absolutely just lose 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 lose. I really feel like if they there's always a bounce back week that they have. Like I mean they play like they go Jets and then like Miami's tough and then they play the Patriots. Like I realistically think they should, I think they're going to be Miami. Like they could be Miami. I think they're going to be Miami. Yeah, I'm low on Miami. I was like realistically they can start the, the season off three and one, which is like really good. I mean, yeah. then they play Cincinnati, which like I feel like they're going to split this year. Then they go play the Giants, Cleveland's iffy, and then I mean the, like the Saints and the Bucks are. St- I think the Saints are going to be pretty decent this year. I, I'm low on them. I, I think their defense is going to put something together. I don't know what's going to be on I'm not high on them, but is Kamara going to be out? He's going to be That's a good trap game, in my opinion. The like, game I'm looking forward to is week four against Buffalo. That's, that's yeah, going to be an awesome really game. good game. And it's going to be um, – I can't believe it's a 1 o'clock, but it will be America's game of the week. Yeah. Is that a Fox game? CBS. CBS. Wait. Who's doing Fox game? It's Greg Olson, right? Yep. It's going to be weird, Monday Night Football being Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, but I lo- I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with yeah. that. I'm cool with it, but I'm going to miss them on America's game, for sure. Like Fox. Yeah. yeah. So, for scheduling reasons, I think they're going to have a really good year, and they're going to be able to piece something together. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. All right. And then the next team we have on the list is the Steelers. I am very low on the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I think we all have them collectively in yeah. coming last in this division. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of questions surrounding their quarterback. I don't think... The receiving core is that good. I mean, George Pickens is having could be, could be wide receiver one. He's having these highlight plays in training camp, but it's training camp. He got the fight too. Of course, he, that is he got one fight, the, just one fight. That is the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> um, Najee Harris is good. Awesome. That defense is good, but they're slow, in my opinion. I, just, mm-hmm. I think the Steelers are a slow defense, and they can't stop the run. And you're in a division that's a very physical division who mm-hmm. likes to run. Yes. Very true. Um, I mean, so yeah, we all have them around the same. I got them going four and thirteen. I have them three and three and fourteen yeah. too. So yeah, I and mean, just like it's, straight up. And this could totally change if Kenny Pickett ends up becoming a starter and willing them to a few more wins. Yes. But I really don't think that they finish anywhere outside of last in this division. I, it's it's a tough division this year, even with the Browns. We don't know what's like, going to happen with the say, quarterback I think situation. The Browns are the biggest question for this yeah. division because, like, that really takes us. Like, you would kind of. Obviously, we're not there yet, but like Steelers, Browns are kind of depending on how. Let's talk about the Browns right now. Yeah. So, and then we'll we'll finish up with the Bengals and the AFC North. So, the Browns, Deshaun Watson, as of now, is only suspended six games, but the NFL appealed it, and that could change. My prediction. My prediction is he's going to get a year. So I think we all kind of formulated our opinions as if he's out for the year. Correct. Yes. I. Okay. 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 Roger Goodell. Did a very good job of uh, appealing. Him appealing. He should have. He should have done it quicker. <laughs> like he should have left. I mean, I mean, but it was a couple of days. It was a few days. He did it, and I think that was good on him. Yeah, I mean, he, really he had to appeal it. Yeah. yeah, he had to. There was, he had no choice. 
I mean, we've talked about this kind of before, but it's it's going without being said. I think that he's going to get a year. And yeah. I don't know if that's enough. And, and definitely a five. Yeah. So that's, we'll say, I have the Browns going 6-11. and 11. I actually have them higher than both of you yeah. guys do. I have them, like, splitting five and with. 5-12. and 5-12. I have them splitting, I think, with, like, the Steelers maybe. It's just one of those. I have them stealing one from the Bengals. I don't know. I I have them as well because I think that they're going to win at least one. The Browns always do well against the Bengals. I think they're going to win at least one game. I don't think they're going to get swept by both the Bengals and the Ravens. Yeah, that's that's one of those. That's four games. Yeah, like I I really think they're going to win at least to beat them twice. I think. Yeah, I think the Ravens will be able to. I think the Bengals will win the Bengals. Yeah, it's going to be a bad week for the Bengals, and that's where it's like. We go back to like, oh yeah, the Bengals are like just so young again. But then it's like the Bengals are being pretty good this year. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the Bengals now. Perfect. I mean, I have them going eleven and six, and I think that they finish second in the division mm-hmm. behind the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll be that first wild card team. Agreed. I have them. I have them at ten and seven, and it's just the strict reason that. <clears throat> Not the division, but the conference is tough. Yeah. The conference is tough, and looking at their schedule is pretty tough, too, where they have games where it's like they're going to win week one, and I'm not going to go through the whole schedule, but they're going to win week one, that's good. They have a lot of track. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. They're They're laid off, and then it's like, oh, this is going to be a loss, and they're not going to be ready for it. There are a lot of teams. And that's why I'm saying Cleveland might win a game on that. There are a lot of teams in the AFC that – after five stretches, very, very tough. Cleveland, week eight, beating beating the Bengals. Beating the Bengals. <laughs> it's going to happen. I mean, they're going to win week eight. They're and, after okay, week and crazy. If, That's if Halloween. This, and this would be crazy, but if Deshaun Watson does only get six games, he has week seven, and then he's beating them week eight. Yeah, you have to assume so. So, I don't. And everybody's going to be pissed. It's going to be his first win back. So, the Bengals, I love the Bengals, obviously. I'm literally wearing a Bengals jersey right now. Um, it's the, the reason I wouldn't even be surprised if they kind of slid a few more games, like closer to Griff's prediction here of like 10 and 7, maybe even 9 and 8. The Super Bowl hangover is real, especially for young yes, teams. Yes. Injuries happen. They were not supposed to be there. No. They I would have loved if they wanted, but they, they were not supposed they, to be there weren't supposed to be there, and they took advantage of their opportunities. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they rode momentum harder than any other team I've seen in NFL history. Another prediction, Evan McPherson, top two kicker in the league. Yeah, that's a, that's a good prediction. He's clutch. He's, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. I love Evan McPherson. It's going to be Ch- Justin Tucker and him. It's going to be a stacked division with kickers yeah. just because of those two. This, this division is just kickers and defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the AFC North. The Browns. Oh, the Browns. Uh, I like Boswell. Too. Boswell's a good Boswell's kicker too. Yeah, yeah. Who's the Steelers kicker? Boswell. No, who are? Uh, yeah, I mean the Steelers. Who's the um, Browns kicker? kicker? No idea. Don't yeah, it's some... it, I feel like they have a different guy every year. Yeah, yeah, they do. My prediction for the Bengals is twelve and five, tied with the Ravens, and they play each other the last week of the season, and that's going to be an electric game. I think that's going to yes. decide okay, the division. I like that. I just. <laughs> I don't know why high on the Bengals again. I feel like, like Snob said, they're a momentum team. I feel like if they catch momentum at the right time, yeah. you saw them last year. They're, they're good at Snob. They're a momentum team. And they're the, good. the one thing that sucks is like when you want momentum is around Christmas time, and it sucks that they face the Patriots on Christmas Eve in Foxborough. Like they're going to lose that game. Yeah, yeah, that's right a now. loss. 
But all right, so let's let's move. I think we're good. We're yeah, 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 NFC yeah. North. Oh, Josh Bell just hit a homer. He went back to back with. Oh, uh, so that he went back to back with. Tra- oh, that wasn't. Was that Cronenworth? Yeah. The Crones are on high. That's huge for my fantasy team. <laughs> all right, so uh, oh, my coolest still in the game. Thank God. Nine to one. So he's just getting his pitch count. Yeah, he's getting up there. So let's move on to the NFC North. Back to football. It's football episode. We're talking about football. Um, we'll start off with the Packers. I mean, the Packers are probably going to win this division. Yes. Yes. I mean, and it's. I don't even think it's. Gonna, I'm low on them this year in terms of the Packers. Um, it's they have such good defense. Their defense. I, I, like, I was just. They literally drafted George's defense. I know, and they already have. Yeah, like, like they re- they extended Jair Alexander. Like, I love that team. I, I, that defense is awesome. AJ Dillon's there. Aaron Jones is there. Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Their receivers kind of scare me a little bit. Yeah, because they lost Devontae Adams, obviously, but and they didn't really replace him with anyone. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna be straight up. I have them going ten and seven. I feel like every year something happens to them that's not good. And it's usually Aaron Jones getting hurt, and he does it every year. And I was really thinking about that the whole time. I'm thinking of Green Bay as if A.J. Dillon was their running back one, which I think he's not going to be bad at all. No, I think A.J. Dillon, I love A.J. Dillon, but you're right. When it comes to wide receiver room, it's not that great. And but I've seen know. Aaron Rodgers do better with worse. 100%. And, and we know, I mean, he's going up for whatever MVP it is in a row. It's three yeah. in a row this year. Their defense is awesome. Yeah, their yeah. defense is their defense is going to be insane. Their defense is going to carry them the whole season, in my opinion. I do have them going twelve and five and winning the division. Along with me. But I feel like this division is going to be like it's going to be run by the Packers, but it's also going to be kind of a shit show, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of scrappy it's, teams. It's it's and like it's a bad division that has one good team in it. Yeah, that's all it is. And like we'll get into it. I guess we can get into it now. The second best team, I think, that we all have is the Vikings. Is the Vikings. Yeah. Because, like, the Vikings are just placed in this division as such an average team that they actually look pretty good. And we're talking about Anthony we Barr, too. Like, yeah, we talked about it before we recorded. Like, this team is always a team that hangs around such an average record that it's usually, like, a game or two above 500, which is what we all have them at. I have them at 9 and 8. Yeah. And y'all have them at 10 and 7. Yeah. So they are always around that. They always hang around the wild card. In the past few years, they just haven't made it. And we we gave this disclaimer before. This is at like their peak. Yeah. So none of us really have them winning over ten games. No. And, and they're going to be second. It's they have question at their quarterback. Like this is Kirk Cousins' make or break year. Justin Jefferson is a top He's five so receiver in the NFL. Dalvin Cook is a top five running back in the NFL. There's yeah. no reason why this team shouldn't be. And good. I mean Thielen. They they have Adam Thielen, who is probably the best number two receiver. I'm ever. not in love with their O line, but it's not bad. No, it, it's serviceable. Yeah. Like, CJ Ham, good fullback. Honestly? You never know. He, CJ Ham does a lot on that team. He's probably a top three fullback. Like, I'm I'll give him top four. I'll give him top four. I'll give him top four. I'm being serious. Because you saying, have to think about Juszczyk. You have to think about Pat Ricard. Yeah. You have to think about... Um, <laughs> and that's why I give him top three. Who do the Dolphins just get? Derek Watt. You have to think about... Um, no, who, the Dolphins just got a fullback. Hold on, hold on. I'm not. I'm not. By the way, have you seen Cam Hayward's brother also on the Steelers? He's a fullback yeah. slash outside linebacker. Yeah. Slash 
special team special. He's cool. He's awesome. I love him. From Michigan State. From the Vikings. Slash tight end as well. Yes. Alec Eagle, the fullback. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. From the Raiders. You have to think about him, too. CJ Ham is awesome. CJ Ham is big. Yeah. I like that his last name's Ham. He's a yeah. fullback. Yeah. Big schedule guy. I wanted to say the Vikings schedule honestly really isn't even that strong. No. It's kind of weak in my opinion. But the good teams I mean, that they play, they follow up with bad team. Yeah, they, they literally do. They could, win two, they, they could win two in a row. They could lose two or three in a row, but it's like... They're such they're a, not, I feel like their schedule sets up clear for so second in the division, but year. like they can... There's, they there's the room for improvement. From yeah, them. until like they... I like their quarterback. They're not going to... I'll never like their quarterback. Yeah. You, you can't be a good quarterback and wear purple and gold in Minnesota. Yeah, like, well, the last time they had a good quarterback was Randall Cunningham. Yeah, like, who do you think you are? So, all right, next team, you yeah. know, let's talk about probably the third best team in this division, the, the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Who I'm high on for Lions Sanders. I would say we all are. I think, like, there. they're a very close, they're a very, like, they're getting there. up and coming, young, exciting team. They're getting They're drafting they a lot of, like, they're the hard knocks team this year. Are they really? Yes. That's a good thing. That starts next week. That starts next week. Wow. The Hall of Fame game is tomorrow. Wait, what? Yeah, Hall of Fame game. Yeah, the Hall of Fame game is tomorrow. It's Jags Raiders. Football is back, Stavros. Yeah. Oh, f- that's crazy. August 4th. Wow, breaking news to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we go? I mean, just, you want to go all day? Yeah, 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 we'll go. We'll drive. I don't I'm care. not going to Ohio. I'm going to Canton, Ohio. I've never been. Um, but like nobody's going to play in it. But football's back. I'm watching. No, it. Oh, I'm, I'm working. I'm working. I have NFL Game Pass. I'm watching it after. I'm not working. I'm I can actually watch, watch football. The extended highlights. I'm totally going to watch like the first two quarters of this game and then get bored. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that. But that's like. Am I going to bet on this? No, I'm not betting until regular season. Yeah, that is really. I mean, what about Ravens just winning all their preseason games? They do like winning preseason. They haven't games. lost a preseason games since like 2015. <laughs> no, remember they lost one last year? It was heartbreaking. They no, were, no, no, no. They didn't have to set the record. No, did they set the record? They did set the record. They love setting records. Justin Tucker, too. Yeah, classic goals. They had a big record year. Hold on. A lot of records. The Lions, though. I have them going 7 and 10 as he looks this up. Um, My biggest game for them is they're beating, they're beating Seattle week four. The Ravens have got 20 fans. straight preseason records. Or preseason games. They won 20 straight. Oh, okay, so maybe I'll put money in the balance. But anyways, the Lions are beating the Seahawks week four. I mean, it's inevitable, and that's going to be heartbreaking. I think from that point on, I'm still going to be a Seahawks diehard. But when, when the Seahawks are playing at 1 o'clock, I'm or no, not even because West Coast, West Coast, I might watch the Chargers and then just, like, watch also Red Zone. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't watch the Seahawks every week. It's hard. Like, I'm going to tune in for sure. Shout out to Han Soto for looking very presentable at his press conference. Thanks, he looks nice. Well, a lot, a lot of the time, a lot of these guys don't look nice. He looks looks presentable. Yeah, he's got the button down on. Yeah. I like that. He had the buttons, too. It's one of yeah. those button downs. So good for him. Maybe he was wearing a suit, took off the jacket. Oh, he was definitely wearing a suit. He's definitely a suit guy. That's nice. Yeah. So, we wow. need more suit guys. Well, so, so Ryan's <laughs> going 8-9. and Yep. Yeah. Um, my big game for them is against the Dolphins. Um, I think they beat the Dolphins. I actually love the Lions. I love what they did in the draft. They're beating the Giants. They're beating the, the Giants. The Giants are going to win a game. 
Yeah, the Giants <laughs> might not win a single game. Actually, the Jags. Brian Dable. I forgot about the Jags. I just realized that you're a ceiling fans of baseball. Yeah, I, I was four when no, we put that up. I would have put it up now, too. <laughs> but that's that's pretty cool. Look at this. We're watching baseball, baseball Studio. Studio. Giants. Yeah, this is... And look, I have David Ortiz on the wall. You and Babe Ruth. You got a baseball guy. theme, bro. I know. Big baseball guy. Big baseball guy. Yeah. This is dope. But yeah, we need to get an IT5, like... Something. Tablecloth. Something. And we need... Even if, like, I put it on a the banner, wall. Like something. A flag. No, for sure. I need one for my apartment. Yeah. I'm not gonna, we I'll, hang one up in, I'll hang one up on my door. Week 8, Lions, Dolphins, Hammer, Lions, my line. Um, week, yeah, that's week 10. Week 10 at Chicago, Lions spread. Actually, you know what? No matter what it is. Tie. You're going to bet them to tie. I feel like the Lions are going to tie this year. Such a random... Just, oh, oh, not that game, just in general? In general, I, like I think they're going to tie. I know, that, that, that's such a random shout, but the fact I that... Like, I, he called the shot. Yeah. If it happens... Okay. If it happens, we're going to be like, oh my god, I called that like so long ago. If it doesn't happen, nobody's going to remember. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, we have I mean, it all in time. I do it every year. I do have... Yeah. I do have yeah, one or two teams. I feel like last year we both had... Um, we also had the Lions tie. We had the Lions tie. We, we both had the Lions tie. Did they tie last year? To the Steelers. Yes. Yes, yes we were we right. We that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Shout out us. Wow. So, that's unbelievable. <laughs> um, That... Oh, no, we're going to the Bears. The Bears. 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 I mean, Justin Fields is cool, but they have a sweet receiving part with Nikhil Harris, Byron, Darnell. Wait, what was the name that I didn't know? There was a name that they put on the guy. Yeah, he was like a fourth. Uh, we talked about this last episode. No, apparently he was nasty. Come here, Herbert. Come here, Darren Evans. Oh, you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm looking at Because I don't know his name. My prediction? They didn't even put Dante Pettis on it. I was like, was it? No, it's not Chris Pitt. Such a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Beelis Jones. It's Beelis Jones. It's Beelis Jones. Their wide receiver. It's Beelis Jones. I don't know who Beelis Jones is. No, he's not. Okay. You said he was Sleep on it. I know that end group is okay. I know David Moore is all the way back here, but if you guys don't know David Moore, I know David Moore. Seahawk. Yeah. He's good. He was our wide receiver three last year. And he was two targets last year. Sleep on him. <laughs> oh, wait, what? I'm thinking of somebody else. I thought I thought it was the David. Wait, didn't that David more like break his neck? No. Yes. Oh, it was the year before that. I'm yeah. serious. <laughs> I actually don't see a single win for the Bears. No, they'll they'll. But Houston might. You have them having more wins than all of us. I know. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I was saying five and five and twelve. That's a good year. I wish the Seahawks went five and twelve this year. I hope they do. I don't know what I saw them going five and twelve. All right, hold on. I need to pull up their schedule now because I only have them the three wins that I picked. I handpicked. Houston's like that. No, I picked. I picked them to beat Houston. I had them beating Washington, and I had them. Who's Atlanta's quarterback? Mariota. Mariota, yeah. Or Ritter, it's gonna be Mariota. And I had them taking one from the division team. I have them beating the Jets for sure. I have them beating, um, who did I have them beating up here? Houston. I think they're going to beat Houston. Yeah. Um, dude, I have Davis Mills. I feel like everybody's forgetting that Davis Mills, as much as people hype him up, it's still Davis Mills. There's a reason why he is. Who's Washington's quarterback? Carson Wentz. Yeah. They have like seven. That's why I have. They're all best It started. should be, it should be, what's his name? Let's actually look at it. It should be Heineke, but it's not. Yeah. 
they're going to take a shot on Carson Wentz. No, Carson Wentz is the perfect guy to win six or seven games with, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, but I – anyways, I have the Bears going 4-13. and 13. Wentz, Heineke, San Howell, and Cole Kelly. Yeah, Cole Kelly. I that wish we did the IT5 game five games, but uh, – We'll get that going. Soon. Yeah, we'll get that. Uh, that'll be eventually. But, yeah, I mean, 4-13 for the Bears for me. Last in the division, once again, Justin Fields. Feel bad for him. I feel like he's actually going to be pretty good this year. He just doesn't have anyone to throw to. Um, and Cole Komet's not as good as people think he is. No. I have his rookie card right over there. It's probably worth a buck ninety-five, max. Oh yeah, you think you have a bad rookie card? I have uh, Lamichael Pira, and that guy sucks. I like Lamichael Pira. Yeah, I do too, but he sucks. <laughs> he does suck, but like I like him. Yeah, it would have been cool. I pulled that. I was actually kind of happy. I was like, oh wow, this could actually like become something, and it's not as worth like eight dollars. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess that's all I got for this. Yeah. yeah, wrapping yeah. up, throwing up the log cue, Griff. Oh, we have to pick the division for next episode. Um, yeah, um, um, we'll pick the division. East. Oh. That wasn't East. the division I was going to pick, but I, then next episode I get to pick the division. Yes, 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 yes. That is definitely what we're going to do. Um, so next we're going NFC, AFC East. You guys' favorite team is in one of those. That division. That's going to be um, unbiased. Yeah, I mean, I'll be unbiased for you guys. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, we will catch you guys next week. Yeah, peace. 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 Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Looking for a particular truck part? Then look no further. The Rush Truck Center's All Makes Parts catalog features more than 16,000 of the most popular All Makes Parts from top suppliers in the industry and with quality brands you know and trust. And at 164 full-color pages, this is their biggest catalog yet. Our friends at Rush Truck Centers have great deals for you all year long. Check out their monthly parts and service specials in-store and online. And when you're ready to order, shop online with Parts Connect at RushTruckCenters.com. Expect more from Rush Truck Centers.